Hi, this is Leslin from Try This at Home. Most of us have a requirement to participate in some form of communication on a daily basis. We aren't generally schooled in the art of interpersonal communication. Rather, we pick it up from our environment and sometimes what we learn doesn't work that well at all. Leslie and I are passionate about talking, so we've put together a series that may help you do it more effectively. Today, we're talking about communication styles. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and listen in. When your day goes south or your relationship gets salty, you need tools that will turn it around with decades of experience and a variety of perspectives between them. Leslie Sleesman and Leslin Kantner bring you tips and tricks for solving problems, increasing happiness, and creating your best life. Together, they're sharing ideas you can take home and try. Each week, their discussion will zero in on one idea, one technique, or one activity that has the potential to make your life a little better. And now, here is Leslie and Leslin with Try This at Home. Hi, Leslin. Good morning, Leslie. How are you today? I'm, I'm going to make it. I've got some lady lady cramps today, but I'm, I'm trying to be strong. Yeah, that's never fun. Well, I good. Know. You, you know, you look outside and spring has sprung. And it, uh, to me, it just makes me feel better. Yes. Cool. Good medicine. Cool. Well, we are talking about, we're starting a series. A series. I'm really, really excited about this. Uh, I teach communication more than I probably teach anything else when I'm coaching or counseling. And we all can improve. Yeah, it has to deal with everything. Really, everything. Unless you live on an island alone, you have to communicate. And effective communication, we teach it in business, but in families, families are not necessarily business. No. And interpersonal (laughs) communication is just not taught very well sometimes. Yeah. It's amazing the older I get, the more I think of all the things that should be taught in school that aren't. Yeah. Tax day just passed us. That's another one. (laughs) That could be taught in school. Taxes, how to do your taxes. Why don't we teach that? We expect our kids to get jobs and then we don't teach them about taxes. I know. That's a good point. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But at least we can teach about communication in this podcast. We are. Yes. So it's going to be a series. And today we're actually just going to start by helping people um, start thinking about what is their communication style. Yeah. Uh, We learn how to talk sometime between the age of one and three. And we learn from our surroundings, right? The people that we grow up with, our environment, and the way that we learn to speak generally mimics that immediate surrounding with no regard to its effectiveness. Right. Good or bad. Good or bad. Yeah. Yeah. I am always tickled by, I heard a joke many years ago, and it was about this woman who'd gone to like a open house at her son's preschool she said she was mortified because just the kids were kind of doing their thing and the parents were standing around and her son went over to the refrigerator in the little kitchen play area opened it turned around and boldly asked the rest of the room hey 
Anybody want a beer? <laughs> she said in that moment, she understood that her son was mimicking the thing. And she said she was mortally embarrassed that that's what he chose to mimic. Yeah. They always pick up and learn the stuff we don't really want them to, you know? Well, maybe we could be more effective at teaching them the things we want them, you know, display. And that's, you know... If we stopped and really thought that everything we're doing, somebody's paying attention to and learning from, it might help us pay more attention to what we want people to learn from us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I saw, um, it was some meme on the internet or or something like that. And it said, uh, I hate it when I open my mouth and my mother comes out or something like that. Mm. And that happens with my children all the time. They'll say something really smart ass basically and I'm like oh I said that like this is totally all me yeah and I will not only that but I hear my mother in so many things right I sound like my mother in so many uh, how many times did my mother say turn that radio down right and I I thought it was because she didn't like the music and what I believe I came to understand later was that it's because there was so much noise in the household. Yeah. The music exacerbates the chaos. Oh, sure. When you've got a lot of kids in the house, yeah. right? It wasn't because she didn't like the music. Right. It's because it it was just too much. There was too much stimulation. Well, then when the point. music's on, everyone has to talk over the music exactly. in order to be heard. Yeah. yeah. And for some reason, that doesn't bother you when you're 15, but it really <laughs> bothers you when you're 45. Or 35. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so there are four type of communication styles. There's passive, aggressive, passive-aggressive, and then assertive. Okay. So I want to just run through each of them, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about um, some of the characteristics. So what I'm hoping our listeners will do is identify what elements are most strongly held in which style Mm -hmm. um the most the one that we want to uh, strive for is assertive but so we'll probably spend the most amount of time there but when we're um passive everybody knows somebody who's passive they fail to assert themselves they allow others to infringe on their rights they they don't say anything if they get talked over they don't express their feelings their needs their opinions and they tend to speak softly or apologetically, maybe exhibiting uh, poor eye contact or kind of in, um, infra- internal body gestures. Like they'll, their shoulders will be slumped. They'll be looking down at the floor. This is kind of what I think of as like a doormat sort of yes. a person. Yeah. Yeah. Just letting people kind of walk all over you in in that way. Yeah. And not not standing up for yourself at all. So a passive person... Maybe a people pleaser can sometimes be a passive person. Right. Because they don't want to stir the... The um, the pot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely think that... I think communication styles, of course, can change a little bit, like depending on who you're around. And uh, I'm a people pleaser at times, working on it. Um, but definitely I've found myself to be passive in certain situations. That's not the main way that I would characterize myself, but definitely I, I have been at times. So that's a really good point. I think we absolutely do have certain 
places where we will adopt a different communicative style. Right. Uh, and it's not necessarily inappropriate to be passive in some circumstances. Sure. Um, the goal here is to try and pay attention to what is the general, generally um, used communication style that you are engaging in in your home because that's right. a big the part dominant of, one yes. yeah that's in a and at home is a big part of where i'm hoping that people will pay attention to their communication okay uh so when you are passive you might feel anxious because life seems out of control you might feel depressed because if you're not vocalizing your needs and your wants you're often going to feel stuck right. and and or trapped or you're being dragged along with someone else's yes you know, yeah and you and might needs. get you might feel a lot of resentment because yeah people run because they walk all over you sure right yeah and maybe you're confused because you're denying your own feelings uh or a lot of times will psychologically speaking we know that people who are very passive have a tendency not to mature they kind of get stuck mm-hmm. in that um older adolescent phase mm-hmm. um, and where you're just if you think about it a teenager is in that emotional space where they're trying to find their voice right and if you're passive and you never find your voice you are going to emotionally get kind of stuck there stunted yeah mm-hmm. okay. so somebody who's passive may say something like I don't know what my rights are, or I get stepped on by everybody. I'm weak. People never think about me. Um, sometimes these people will take the victim role. Right. I was just thinking that. Yeah. And I can also see them, you know, it's not really fair for them to assume that other people are just going to imagine or know what they want. You know? Yeah, of course. People aren't mind reader. Yeah. I have a story about that. Um, Very quickly, somebody said to me yesterday, I expect my husband to read my mind. He's always been so good at it (laughs) that I just expect him to do it. And when he doesn't, I I really get upset. Upset, And I'm thinking to myself, you know, nobody reads minds. Right. That's a story you've told yourself. Yeah. Nobody really reads minds. Right. What happens is, is when we're dating and we're in love and we're very succinct, uh-huh. we're, we're kind of like these perfect cogs in groove with one another, right? And we're turning. And then we have a family and we get busy and we divide and conquer. And those cogs aren't connected anymore. Right. So it's not that anybody ever really did read your mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's that when all of your focus is really with someone, you're connected. And when you're connected, you can successfully anticipate their needs. Yeah, sure. But, but nobody is a mind reader. <laughs> I <laughs> wish. <laughs> um, so those are passive people. Okay. And it's not necessarily healthy to be passive. Right. We're, we're not going to get our needs met if we don't learn to ask for what we want. Yeah, definitely. And state our emotions. So passive is number one. The second type of communication style is aggressive. And a lot of us know somebody who's aggressive. Yes. Uh, aggressive is a style in which people uh, express themselves in a way that violates us. Right? Okay. We yeah. feel 
um, or maybe abused um, somewhat when some when we've been in the company of someone who has an aggressive communication style. They mm-hmm. may dominate people. They can use humiliation. Like, don't be stupid. Right. That would be an right. aggressive type of communication. They might be critical. They blame, attack. They can speak in a loud, demanding, and overbearing voice. They will interrupt you all the time. And they constantly use the infamous you You. statements. (laughs) The finger pointing. The finger pointing, yeah. Again, it's, it's that their tolerance for frustration is very low. They will be rude and act kind of threateningly. Um, sometimes fathers, especially from an old traditional style, men were were really taught to be very aggressive, and some people yeah. took it to the nth degree. Um, sometimes we will feel afraid or have a true hatred of people with this aggressive style of communication. Um, it's often about being right, and they will go to extremes to prove you wrong. Yeah. If you're if they're aggressive, they will strive to get what they want no matter what. Mm-hmm. They will say you owe me. Mm-hmm. Um, you owe this to me. I'm right. you know. So often they feel like it's their right to violate. And obviously this is also a very unhealthy and I'm Sure. Imagining if I'm listening to this and I recognize any of this about myself, I'm not going to feel very good about right, myself. Right. You know. For some reason, I this popped into my head, but I could see someone who has this type of communication style thinking, "Well, I'm just passionate. I know what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just, you know, confident." Yeah. And kind of using these um, positive traits, thing or things that we think are positive, to kind of cover the sins of their aggressive style yes and i think if we're not careful that there's a line here right where Mm -hmm. this passionate confidence crosses the border into aggressiveness when and the key is when it violates the needs or the rights of someone else yeah if i'm so confident that i'm right Mm -hmm. But I and I belittle you for not knowing what you're talking about. Yeah. That's aggressive. Yeah. If I'm confident that I'm right and I say, you know, it's not that it really is kind of a hard thing, or I'll say it's maybe I'm not even I'm confident, but I'm not gonna even push the issue, right? Right. Um right. kind of sit back and let it go, just knowing that I'm confident. So And I well I think a lot of times too, especially in business context like this is seen as like the strong leader Mm -hmm. like it's it's looked at as like this is the kind of communication style that someone has to have if they're the boss or the leader um and being more like confidently quiet is not seen as good Mm -hmm. i guess even though it is. I mean, I, I personally believe it is. And then there's that line between arrogance and confidence. Right. Right. When it switches to arrogance, now you probably have been too cocky. Yep. You've you've crossed that line. Yep. And certainly for all those young people that are listening, developing a positive communication style is important. And if you have confidence, 
uh, we're going to be talking about a, a style that's very healthy that will help you figure out where that line is. Right. Because ultimately, you're going to be a better leader, boss, person in general, if people don't fear you. <laughs> Absolutely. You'll be a better, you'll be a better partner, better parent. I think of my grandfather, who is very aggressive. Mm -hmm. um, he, when he went out to the barn, he was a farmer. And when he went out to the barn, he wanted those cows to do what he said, period. And yeah. he developed a very assertive, aggressive style with his livestock. Yeah. And he brought that indoors. Yeah. And if we had left a puzzle on the floor, there was a tremendous amount of criticism and uh, whatnot associated with that particular activity. Right. Yeah, I can definitely see um, some of these points that you're making. Like, I, I see that I do those sometimes in my parenting when... You know, it's a particularly uh, difficult moment with one of my children. I definitely adopt a more aggressive communication style, as I think most parents do. Yeah. But. And I can tell you that I certainly did. Maybe I, maybe they would tell you I still do in some areas. And nobody's perfect. So, sure. Um, but we can learn by, we can certainly learn how to be more effective. And that's the whole point of this is if we pay attention to what's healthy versus what's unhealthy, and we try to change some habits. Sure, yeah. we can. We just have much more effective relationships. Right. All right. So we've talked about passive. We've talked about aggressive. Yep. Let's talk about the classic passive passive aggressive. aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> so passive aggressive is that individuals appear passive on the surface, but they end up really having a um an an anger or a subtle acting out behind the scenes so i i think this is by the way the most annoying communication style for me personally i would rather have someone that is just outright aggressive or completely passive but this one is the one that like really gets under my skin yeah because it's contradictory and it's yeah. confusing right? right you don't really know what to make of it so people who develop a pattern of passive aggressive communication usually they feel kind of powerless and stuck mm -hmm. but they're unable to communicate that so instead they undermine the um the resentment that keeps getting built right, up right so the thing that drives me craziest about these people is that they mutter uh -huh. you know yeah. the the people who walk away from me go well it doesn't really matter anyway and you're like you're like what they're like oh nothing right oh nothing so you're like uh, i heard you mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah so the behavior doesn't match what they're telling you and right. that's that's almost exclusively how you can tell what's passive aggressive. Yeah, right? that's interesting. The what they're saying doesn't match maybe the body language or their actions. Right. You know how people are saying, "Sure, that'd be just fine." They have yeah. this really facial expression that's disgust. Right. Or when I tell my kids seven hundred times to clean up their stuff and they don't do it, and then I'm like, "Nope." It's fine. And I'm like slamming things around the house. That might yeah, be passive aggressive. That's a passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Um, My most, poor kids. <laughs> most uh, passive aggressive people won't really acknowledge that they're angry. Huh. Right. So people pleasers will do this too because they, they don't want to tell somebody they're angry. They don't want the confrontation. Pe 
conflict avoiders yeah, are often sure. passive aggressive. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we talked about this that the um, their facial expressions don't match what they're um, saying in terms of how they feel. Right. Sarcasm can be very passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, people who say, well, I'm just kidding. Well, oh, if, right. you know, yeah. you're like, I think there's a kernel of truth in there. Yeah. Well, some or people would say there's a little a bit kernel. of truth in every kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because just saying you're just kidding is really like, I spoke it. Oh, crap. There's going to be consequences to I'm gonna that. I'm going to take it back. Yeah. 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 yeah not good. Um, people who say, um, like, if I ask somebody what's wrong and somebody says nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Right. Well, that doesn't sound very true. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound like nothing. And then there's that classic, I'm going to sabotage you to get even. Right. You know, I'm going to tell somebody what you said. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I think these people tend to be kind of unpredictable or they absolutely. feel unpredictable. Yes, absolutely. Because you're like, I don't know, are they going to be mad? Are they going to, you know? Yeah. It's... I think passive-aggressive people, keep in mind, they're so filled with frustration from their inability to speak their mind Mm -hmm. that they become aggressive. This is the passive-aggressive part, right? Right. They don't feel able to communicate, so there's all this passivity Mm -hmm. in their, um, their quietness, right? They don't talk about how they feel or what they think. Right. And they're so frustrated and so full of resentment that that turns into anger and the anger is the aggressive right. part. Right. out, yeah. Yeah. So when you when you're engaged with a passive aggressive person, try to think of them as somebody who is really feeling trapped. And what okay. does a trapped animal do? Yeah, they lash out. They lash out. <laughs> they bite, right. right? A trapped animal bites. So that's what passive aggressive is. Somebody who feels trapped and they're fighting um, to get some of that feeling out in the way that they know how. Okay. Okay. All right. So how should we act? (laughs) Should we communicate rather? I am so glad you (laughs) asked. Healthy communication is based on assertiveness. Okay. So we've all heard assertiveness training, right? Assertiveness training is a really fancy name for let's figure out how to communicate better. (laughs) And I wish, you know, the problem is, is we don't teach assertive communication for families. Right. I I do a lot of that. I teach assertive communication for relationships and families. And so it is the single best way to go forward. And we're going to have some information on our website that will allow people to get this information and print it out and have it in front of them. Assertive communicators are going to state their needs clearly. So that's point number one. Right. State your needs clearly. We need to do this by utilizing I statements. Yes. I need more attention from you. I would like to spend more time together. I'm feeling very frustrated. My marriage got significantly better when I started doing this in terms of gifts that I wanted for my birthday or Christmas. My husband is extremely practical, um, which is one of the things I love about him, but not so much when I like 
get a trash can for my birthday, <laughs> um, which he's, he, you know, that that's a joke that we have. It, it, it actually happened, but I'm over it. Um, I know somebody who got an ab roller for Christmas and they were so insulted. Like, like what? Yes. Like, what is this? Yeah. I, why would you get me an ab roller for Christmas? But it's, it's funny because instead of having this expectation that goes unmet and you're then disappointed... And wanting him to read my mind about mm-hmm. this random thing I wanted. I'm like, here, this right here, mm-hmm. this link to this product, mm-hmm. this is what I want. Mm-hmm. And some people are like, oh, that's not very fun. I'm like, no, it works. It I'm, works I'm so good. Yeah. Uh, throughout the year, when I think of something I want, I put it on my Amazon wish list. Perfect. All yep. of my family has access to my Amazon wish, wish list. One of my family members thought that it was the most extraordinary idea to have this wish list that they could go in and get ideas from Yeah, that great. he started telling his other family and extended family about it. Like from now on, I'm shopping off a wish list. <laughs> <laughs> like there will be no more guessing. Yeah. Well, and the key is, is that when you just do it throughout the year, you kind of forget what oh, you yeah. put on there. Mm-hmm. And so when your birthday rolls around or a holiday, you're like, Oh, Oh, I really wanted this. Right. How'd you know? Oh, it was on your list. And you don't have to like get the exact thing too. Like if someone has a book about, you know, house plants, you say, Oh, they have an interest in house plants. I'm going to get them a house plant. You know. That's a great that's actually very good. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly right. All right. So assertive communications, um, having good eye contact, maintaining self control, relaxed body posture speaking in a clear, non-sarcastic tone of voice. But maybe most importantly is standing up for A, your rights, right? You have a Mm -hmm. right to be heard. You have a right to speak. And really standing up for the right to have a separate opinion. Mm -hmm. Uh, Standing up for the right to have a voice in general, when we're assertive, we're going to automatically feel connected to each other. We're going to feel in control of our lives. That's a big thing. Just right. feeling like you have the right to be an individual and to belong in your community. Uh, you're going to be more mature because people who are mature and thoughtful communicate well and are able to address problems. And then maybe at the cornerstone of all of this is you're treating yourself and other people with respect. Yeah. And I think one of the things you said is, you know, you, we have a right to have a voice and to have a difference of opinion. And I found that it doesn't even, it doesn't even matter really that you have this different opinion at the end of the day. It's that you were able to be heard. Yes. And usually the difference is really not always that significant. It's just that you want to express yourself and have someone else at least try to understand where you're coming from Mm -hmm. and what you want Mm -hmm. and i think so we're we're talking about all these styles right if you're let's say you're a an assertive communicator Mm -hmm. but you live with somebody who's passive aggressive right that can be very challenging right right or if you live with somebody who's passive and you're aggressive, now you're in this dynamic where the relationship is passive aggressive yeah. as, a, as a whole. Right. So developing an assertive communication style is the first step for you. 
We can yeah. only control ourselves. Right. So get busy, develop an assertive communication style, figure out where what you need to tweak. So all of us do a little bit of all these things. We've, we've already sure. identified that. Figure out what needs to be tweaked so that the majority of your communicating is done in an assertive way. Yeah. Give this podcast to the person that you live with <laughs> and have them do the same thing. Right. And when you're both communicating assertively, yeah. then you have this real beautiful kind of symbiotic dynamic going on. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, next week, we're going to be talking about kind of the rules of communication. What does that look like right. pragmatically so that... If you're not living with somebody who's assertive, you can at least engage with them. So, again, you're going to make the decision to positively assert yourself. You're going to aim for open and honest communication. Listen. We're going to have a little bit of conversation next week about listening. Right. Agree to disagree avoid guilt trips, stay calm, take a problem-solving approach, practice every opportunity you get, practice assertive communication, use I statements all the time. Yeah. We're going to talk about that more next week. And be patient because your style is what you've been doing since you were umpteen years old and right. likely most people in your at least immediate environment share a style that's just as maybe dysfunctional. So your practicing is going to have to be very intentional. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So for this week's Try This at Home, we have added a communication style worksheet on our website. And the first step of any growth is going to be determining where you are so that you know where to go mm -hmm. and what needs to change. Mm -hmm. So print out the worksheet and move through the questions to identify your communication style and how it All perspectives and opinions expressed during this podcast are for educational today. and informational As always, we are super only. grateful there is no that direct you took the or time indirect to intention to provide Next week, we will be talking about communication If you are seeking counsel for individual circumstances, so please consult with a local health professional. And we hope that you'll join us. If you have any questions or comments, we hope you'll reach out on our website, www.trythisathomepodcast.com. There, you can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. And don't forget to share this with family and friends so you can all communicate better. For now, this is Leslie and Leslin, hoping you will try this at home.